Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke... Here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. Just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you, start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. So this is a special episode. We decided that um, instead of doing a major release on New Year's Eve, we're going to release episodes now pretty constantly through the end of the year you're still gonna get this coming monday tuesday on dirt road fm and our major releases of the week this week and next week but we wanted to sprinkle in some other ones that honestly have just been um they've just been backlogged um so we wanted to start off today with a young lady who we've had on the show before, Emily Peicher. Emily was kind enough and gracious enough to come back on the show. And not only that, she is the first artist we have signed on to our Barrel Spur Entertainment Management Company. So Emily is a great girl. Um, the conversation we had was actually even before the whole Barrel Spur thing. So this is how long ago this episode was was done. Um you know, a lot of things that happened in between recording that episode and today. So um, thank you, Emily, so much for your patience. We love you so much. We are so happy to be a part of your family and you be a part of ours. So really, without further ado, I want you to hear Emily's story. Um, this episode is night and day compared to the first one we had. We even we even kind of chuckle about it in the episode. Um, so sit back and enjoy. Everybody, Emily Peicher. Enjoy. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place, offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Well, hello, Emily. Hello. How are you? I am so good. I'm so happy that we get to talk again. <laughs> Me too. You know, it's it's funny because, can I tell you a little story? Of course. So everybody's listening to this and probably being like, why is this so casual? And because, and I want to, <laughs> and, and it is because one, 
you've already been on this show before. And two, like, we haven't really, like, lost touch, you and I. No. Um, it's been awesome. I can't, appre- I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I love when my guests, you know, feel comfortable enough, I guess you could say, to, to still have a back and forth. Well, um, I love when you are so good at your job where you make it <laughs> fun and I want to stay connected. Well, you know, I, I try. You know, it's 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 not easy every day, but, um, you know, I definitely try. Um, so my funny story is this. Um, I told myself a long time ago that I would not have repeat guests for a while, um, you know, because there's so many so many different avenues and, and all that stuff and um when you're when you're new uh since the last time we talked you brought uh a team to do your publicity and stuff for you which is awesome and i they sent me some people they the other people they work with and i was like listen i've already had these people on but i had i have such a good relationship with emily that i again Aww. and and you know you've been doing you've done so much in the last year that you know you're you're almost a totally different person and artist from when we talked pretty much this time last year. You know it is absolutely insane to look back because I listened back to the episode we did, and you did? I yeah I did, <laughs> <laughs> and um I was listening to that and I was like we're both in a completely different spot. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I haven't, I'm not gonna, haven't listened to it the old the first episode, um, because I would probably sh- and go and delete it. That's that's oh, probably what would happen. Trust me, I was like shaking of awkwardness <laughs> and like, why would I even say that and why do I sound like that? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's funny because I've been doing like flashback Fridays of episodes from you know the past and stuff, and it's like. I kind of go and like I pick and choose certain ones and I'm like, God, what? Why the hell would I even put this back out there? <laughs> That's funny. You know, but it's like for you, you know, you when we talked talk the first time, like you were you had no idea what the hell you were doing either. No, I was 18 years old. I think we talked like a week after I moved to Nashville. Yeah, I think I think. Crazy. I think that's right. Right. And now, like, look at you. You have a, by the time this episode airs, your EP will have been out. And, you know, like, in the conversation. No. No. Crazy. Hello? I think I'm losing you a little bit. Yeah, I I thought, yeah, I think you did for a second. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you just fine now. All right, perfect. Um, so, so what changed from last year to this, this year, year and, and how, how has this EP come about? So, you know, I really just think that I found my voice. I found, you know, the writing style that fit me. I kind of realized that Broadway, performing on Broadway isn't... Uh, really fitting me as who I am as an artist which I realized it's okay (laughs) um and I just kind of got into this place where I 
found out a lot about myself too. I was down in Nashville by myself and, you know, you go through so many different emotions in that being so young and so, you know, just in the dark about so many things. And so I just started writing a ton of songs and these are some of the best songs that I think I have ever written. And they're some of my favorites. That's awesome. Songs that are on this EP, are they songs that, you know, when we talked the last time you had already written and worked on or it's all relatively new? A combination. Um, I had a couple of songs on the EP that, you know, I started and I really elevated them to the next level for the EP. Um, and then some of them, it was just kind of what it was like going through the transition period of, okay, I'm, I'm starting to g- gain a little bit of popularity. I kind of have to give up a couple of things now because I want to fully do this and what that's like. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And if you listen to the songs, you'll kind of see that uh, it's definitely growing yourself more than you are growing with others. Right. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I about you is that you're not what you're getting at is you're not afraid to change your style to fit who you are as a person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's huge, especially in this industry where there's so many people out there that are willing to just do whatever it's going to take to you know, make a buck rather than what really speaks to who they are. Right. And, you know, I definitely felt that. I mean, this EP is very front porch style. It's not a ton of electric guitar. It's very heartfelt. And I kind of wanted to just like go back to Michigan where we would just jam out on porches and backyards and garages And so I really wanted my listeners to be a part of that and to be a part of that with them and to create music that is just what I would turn on, what I listen to, um, and really what I'm digging at the moment. Now, No, not at all. Um, I, my producer and I are very, very close and, um, I call him and he's like normal full band, like this guy for everything. And I was like, nope, we are doing this back road country. I want banjo. I want harmonicas. I want fiddlers. I want stand up bass. I want acoustic riffs. And he was like, okay, you, you know who you're going to be then. And I was like, I finally know what my sound is and I am running with it. Nice. Now, no, it's always, to have a like, all right, girl, let's go. Yeah, yeah. No, have you heard any of these songs before? Um, you this decision to kind of change the sound a little bit. Well, we did go back and forth. Um, you know, from are we sure, like this song might sound really cool with this or, you know, like kind of, we always like to toy around with all the melodies and then kind of make a final decision. Um, And we both kind of looked at each other. We're like, this is just so good. So beautifully simple that this is it. Like 
there is no alternate sound that could make this more Emily Peicher. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. No, that I'm, I'm like amazed because I didn't. This is this isn't what I expected our conversation to be today. Um, <laughs> you know, but I but I love it because it's you know having you know it's very it's fight you know it's country music and it's it's something especially you know for a lot of independent artists I think it, you know I think we're getting you know what you would country music nineties back to the front and I think going forward you know at least for the next decade or so I think we're gonna see a lot of that and I'm you know I'm really glad that your sound is fitting into that because I think you, you know, like I told you last time, I think you have the complete potential to just. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah. and what I love about it even more is that I finally feel like I belong. Um, I remember when we talked yeah. a year ago, it was, I was figuring my way still and I was, you know, kind of tippy tone around, but now I am here and I'm going to let everybody know because this is my sound and I'm just so happy that it's kind of fitting into what country music is progressing to. That's, and that's great. Now, have you still doing the shows down on Broadway or are you town where you know where i i'm probably gonna get into trouble for saying this but where i think the real artists are oh yeah you're (laughs) you're you can never get in trouble saying that when it's the truth (laughs) but um (laughs) i mean i love doing writers rounds on broadway um tin roof writers rounds always are so much fun to do yeah um but you know i really have kind of found myself going to the outskirts and going into Mount Eagle and just kind of finding where the small town folks are that just want to come and listen to someone play guitar. Right. Right. Now, how is, is the reception, is the reception for you in those, in those spots rather than on Broadway? Because I mean, Broadway, you get the, you know, the people coming in for a bachelor party or a bachelorette. You know, may or may not really give a shit about what to say or what you're playing because a lot of that is you know covers and that sort of thing. And you know, in the writers' rounds and in Midtown, like you can you can play your songs, right? And that's what I think is so perfect for someone like me to go kind of out to the outskirts because people are truly invested in not only your songs but who you are. And they want to follow your journey. They want to support it. And those people will be the ones coming out again and again and again just to hear you play. And it is just insane, the people that I have met and the people who have started supporting me. Yeah. Now, now, in this past year, um, what have been some highs and lows for you in this journey? But when we first talked, you were really just whole thing right hey everyone don't forget to check out our friends over at the afterglowboutique.com that's the afterglowboutique.com or if you're local they have a great shop at 43 main street in blackstone massachusetts all boots and whiskey podcast listeners get 20 percent off at checkout with the promo code 
boots. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at the afterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. I mean, as weird as it is to say, I think this tour that I've been on this September has been the lowest low and the highest high, (laughs) which sounds so weird (laughs) to say, but I mean... I am not joking. I reached out to 20, 30 booking agents and so many different venues. And the booking agents told me I'm too small. Um, I don't have enough of following. I am too young. I, you know, I don't have a full band. It's just me. And I was like, you know what? I was down for the count for a couple of days <laughs> with that. But I was like, you know, what? I'm going to book my own tour then. And so I started, you know, getting on the phone with a ton of different venues and I found some really, really great ones. And, you know, accomplishing a tour at this point in my career is pretty crazy if I don't want to sound weird saying that, but um, it's even so much better that I did it myself and it's so fulfilling. Yeah. You know, I, God, I'm so glad you said that about the, the booking agents and stuff because you know me, I'm, I'm not one to hold back and not, you know, not say what I think. Um, I've worked with a few agencies and venues to try to get some of, you know, the talk to up here. And it's a very similar conversation. It's, mm-hmm. well, they don't, they don't have the following. They're not going to draw. They're not going to sell tickets. They're not going to do this. They're not going to. And it's like, well, of course they're not. If you're not going to give them a fucking chance. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you know what? I am proud to say that this one booking agent, my dream has always been to play at Jean's Beer Garden. I'm not sure if you heard of it in West Virginia. No, I've never heard of it. But it it has so much history behind it. And I've always wanted to play there. And the booking agent told me, you'll never get in there. Like, whatever. You know what? I was wall to wall packed at Jean's Beer Garden. Thank you very much. That's (laughs) awesome. Good for you. And it's just those little wins that I, you get along the way that just fuel you and keep you going when people tell you, aw, you're so cute. You want to go on tour? Aw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? Like, you know, because, you know, when I'm working with people and I say, listen, I want to bring these people up here and, and get, you know, here's a list of people who are who I'm thinking about and this is what I want to do. And it was like, you know, well, they have no, there's nothing up here. They have no reach up here. And it's like, well, I'm sure if they promote it and do all these different things and we promote it, there is a reach out here. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like, let's close, let's close the building for a Saturday night and let this one person play. Like, let's do, you know, a couple of artists and see what happens. Right. I mean, Independent artists will forever be pushed to the sidelines if no one's willing to just be like, yeah, let's do it. You know, there has to be at some point, something's got to give, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, 100%. And then there's, you know, there's, I, I'm working with a great agency up here that, you know, wants to do that, you know, wants to figure out a way to get the independents from Nashville that need, that really need, you know, outreach up here in new england to come here and you know that's that's what we're working on now is to figure out you know obviously there's better spots for people than others you know right but like that's that's all part of the 
the growing pains. You know, we, we just need to figure it out and do it. You know, and if it, if it falls flat, it falls flat, but yeah. you don't know until you try. And that's just incredible that you're doing that for independent artists. Right. Well, thank you. You know, and it's obviously it's easy for me to say, it's not, you know, I'm not putting up any money to, to get people here <laughs> and, you know, somebody else is, but, All right. but still like, you know, what really, what's the work, you know, yeah, you're not going to offer these independent ton of money, but you know, like, I, I don't know if I'm an independent artist and, you know, somebody says to me, Hey, come up here and play and we'll, you know, find three or four other shows for you while you're up here. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Right. Absolutely. I jump at that chance. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. So, so like you, you see my, I, I understand your dilemma and you see mine. Like right. It's, infuriating oh yeah I feel it (laughs) you know and like and like I feel for you because I have all these conversations with people where it's like you know out of curiosity like who's booking your shows who's doing this who's doing that and it's a lot of people like you it's like well I'm doing it myself I'm doing it myself I'm doing it myself which is great but like why the hell is somebody like you doing it you know you could be working on your craft like, why do you have to deal with the business side when you could be dealing with the, you know, the actual thing about it that's going to make you money? And, you know, that's just the thing, because so many times I'm, you know, I'll spend five days out of the week doing that kind of stuff. And then I have to go to a job job because I need to support myself. Right. And then I'm like, OK, now, wait a second. I haven't written a song in two days, three days, four days. What's going on here? And it's just, people need to start taking chances on us. I'm telling you. Right, right, right. And you know what? I think, I really think that that's the, it's going to shift at some point. You know what I mean? It has to. It's got (laughs) to. You know, especially with, with Spotify and Apple and YouTube and, you know, all, we have all these avenues to find all of these, you know, uh, as much as I hate to say it, all these actual country artists Right. You know, rather than what's played on the radio, you right. know, something's going to give. It's got to. <laughs> I mean, trust me, the day that give comes, oh, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> you know, and the, right. And the, I think that's my, that's, I think that's the hill I'm going to die on with this show is that, you know, these independents and these up and comers, like, they deserve their, their shot in the sun too. You know, if, I can get up there and play for an hour and 20 minutes. Like, why can't, you know, why can't Emily? Why can't somebody else? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the daily battle that we have to face. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I feel so bad for you guys. And that's why, you know, I try to do as much as I can to, to push whatever's coming because, you know, it's, it's important. It's really important. It is. And trust me, we appreciate everyone who gives us the chance and is willing to take it um, to the next level with us. And I feel like you have done such a beautiful job with doing that. And you have gone insane places by supporting independent artists. So I feel like some people are going to slowly start to see, you know, oh, wait a second, us interviewers, we can go somewhere too. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, we could talk about it off the air but that's the that's also i think i'm trying to push for the next step of this whole endeavor because there's only so many so much you know you can do with interviews 
you know right you know there's Very there's true. another piece to this that that we could tap into that you know we need to see if it's it would be worth it yeah i want to hear more about that later <laughs> oh yeah absolutely um so now you know at what point did it shift for you um to you know bring on bring on a pub uh publicity team i guess you could call it or whatever the proper terminology is and you know really start to push your brand yeah so um I have gotten, before I started working with my team, uh, I had gotten so many requests to do interviews and um, to make appearances and stuff. And it was so overwhelming on top of all the other business stuff. And I was like, you know what? I If I want to make this EP kind of like the jumpstart of my career, we're going to go big or go home. So I figured let's hire on a team. We'll do as much as we can to promote this EP. And just see what kind of happens. And the PR team took a leap of faith on me. Um, and they are the best people in the entire world. But uh, it has kind of taken me to new levels. And I really do think that was one of the best decisions I've made in my career so far. That's awesome. Now, what, now let me ask you, because I've always been curious. What, um, when you're looking at, um, uh, what's, what's the word, PR firms and stuff like that. Like what, what made you decide to, to, I don't want to say settle, but because that sounds bad, but what made you decide to choose the one you're with? How does that process work? So I reached out to a ton, right? And then I got the same feedback back from the booking agents. Oh, you're not big enough. You're not big enough. And then um, I sent an email to Music City Media, my PR team. And they were like, oh my gosh, we would love to represent you. This is, you're doing amazing stuff. And um, it was between them and a couple of others, but the people, I mean, I am such a people person to where if I can't sit down and have an actual conversation with you, I can't work with you. Yeah. Um, and they are just the nicest people in town and I just love them. And so you got to feel comfortable with them. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it's funny you say that because I think it was, when we first started doing this show, it, a lot of our guests at the very, very beginning came from Music City Media. And a lot of that was because they gave, they, they took a leap of faith with us. And uh, we have all these artists, like, let's get them on your show. And at that time, I was like, yeah, I'll, fucking, I'll, I'll take anybody. Um, right. You know, and like, I feel bad because like now we're at a point where it's like, I don't want to say we have to pick and choose, but you know, we do, you know, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, obviously we always want to support the, you know, the people starting out and the, you know, but, you know, I don't know that if, uh, if you come to me a year ago where we are now, if I say to you, yeah, come on, come on the show. Crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, and I know that that sounds probably super fucking arrogant and I'm so it's sorry. It's not though. It's but not. It's, you know, like I would love to be able, you know, with every person that had, you know, you know, had been in town a week, if I put every, every one of those people on this show, like that's all I would do. You'd have 20,000 people. Right. Right. You know, but like, it's, it's also a business. It's also a balancing act. Like, yeah, I can, right. yeah, I want to have those people on, of course, of course. But you know, if, you know, like, like with Lang. 
I don't know if I'll be on the show. Like, what am I supposed to do? Tell Lenko no? Right. <laughs> you know, am I supposed to tell Chris Cagle? Sorry, Chris. No, thank you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel you. I, I completely understand. Right? And it, I can imagine you're kind of feeling like a shitty person. But at the I same do. time, you gotta, you gotta go big. Right. Right. And I do. I feel terrible. I like, like it eats at me. Like I'll get emails and people are like, well, if you want to book, you know, book a, you know, an interview. I do, but but, like like, medium is 56 followers. Yeah. If somebody came to you and be like, Hey, you want to play, play the VFW in Hendersonville? Like exactly. Exactly. I mean, there, yeah, and I'm kind of going through that same thing too. It's funny you say that, right? Right, it's because because you know you're you have a product that you know people should be paying attention to, and if they're not, to me, they're they're stupid. <laughs> you know, you wonder why I like your podcast so much. You say uh, things like that. <laughs> I do, but it, but it's true. Like it's you know I. I can't tell you, you know, like. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out hogwashandrhinestones.com There's been so many times where I've had previous guests be like, hey, can we do another interview? And I'm like, no, no, we can't. And not, not, I mean, obviously I don't come out and say it like that, you know, but it's like, you know, there was, there's no connection there. You know, there's, it's just, it's weird, you know, and it's, but like with you, like, it's so funny because you and I had talked about doing another episode and then your people reached out and I was like, either she told them to reach out or, I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm like, that's funny. We just had this conversation. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was just, it was great. You know, it was, I don't even know what the hell we were talking about when, when it popped up to, to do it again. But, um, you know, I really, I'm really glad we're talking again because I think, what you're doing and what you want to do. And now, you know, with what we're able to like give back to you, um, you know, with, with a, with a much bigger audience than it was a year ago. Like it, it, it's like really an honor for me to have you here. It really is. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) No problem. So, so what are you doing in between? You don't have to get into too much detail, but what are you doing in between the music and, getting the cp out and you know trying to trying to stay relevant oh gosh i mean i'm really trying to be a person (laughs) and i know that sounds so weird but (laughs) i am only a teenager for a couple of more months and i'm thinking back and i'm like what have i done and i was like i have been booking shows doing interviews since i was 16 I don't really have any fun memories the past oh. couple of years that don't relate to music. 
Emily, and... I could I could stab you right now. <laughs> like I I can't listen to me. I haven't been a teenager in <laughs> oh god. 17 years I don't want to hear it <laughs> okay so you you agree I should be being a teenager a little bit right I mean <laughs> I don't I don't listen I don't know I don't know if I would want to be a teenager in today can you tell know, you that it's rough but at the same time I'm like okay every good memory I have is related to music and I am so grateful for that like would not have it any other way but I'm like I just want to go do something that I would do. Like, I want to go jump in a lake that I haven't swam in since I was 16 years old. I want to go back to Michigan. I want to spend time with family. I want to be a teenager because I won't be able to say I can be a teenager for a few months. You know what I mean? Like, Right, yeah. So I'm really just getting back in touch with myself. And I have to say my writing has gotten so much better in this time too and I think it's all related oh of course it is of course it is and, that, and you know your writing will just get better as you go through shit oh uh, for sure yeah you know and like like you just said you are st- it's so weird because like I I forget how young you really are because <laughs> conversations we've had it's like oh this you know this almost 30 year old girl knows exactly what she's doing <laughs> And then, and then you say it and it brings me back and I'm like, damn, you are just like starting out. But like with everything you're doing, it's not like you're so well done. So I can only imagine where it's going to go from here. Oh, I know. And I'm so excited. And it's so funny. I go into these shows to go play and everyone's like, let me buy you a shot. Like, let's go. Like, I'm like, I'm 19. Just feel like, yeah, every- okay. And I just, it's just so fun being so young in this industry and putting out such amazing products that it's just, it's a blast. Yeah. Now, um, the EP is pretty much, you know, well, it's out now. Um, do you have songs still put together that didn't make this cut? Oh my God. So many. <laughs> so many. Now, are, they, like, are they done and like could be released if you wanted to or are they just you know just they're ready but haven't been recorded they're on pen and paper but gotcha. um, I every time I go and record because this EP is so special to me it's my debut EP right yeah. I want it to be perfect and so I'm sitting there and I'm like almost crying. I have like 40 songs and I get to pick like six and I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? And um, I really think I've made good choices though. And the songs that I'm kind of choosing to hang on to, um, I kind of have some big plans for them. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think I made some good choices. I will not love it because I always <laughs> love when our friends put out put out news but there's nothing that sucks more is when somebody puts something out whether it's an EP or an album and then it's like a year before they do anything else yeah (laughs) yeah I can assure you that will not happen with me because I am too energetic towards my music (laughs) to the point where it's like I'm only calmed down you just released something Now, once EP comes out, like, are you going to wait a certain amount of time before you start releasing either a single EP 
Or are you gonna kind of see what SP does and then base a schedule from? I, you know, I'm kind of still debating. Um, I have so many big ideas for what my next steps could be. Um, but I think I want to take a few months, really see like what people are responding to from the EP, um, what writing styles they're really connecting to, and kind of go from there. Nice. Now, yeah, I, so for for the songs that you have written, right? Yeah. You don't. Do you have a problem kind of ebbing and flowing the song based on? you know, whatever's happening at the time for you, or you, you have it in your brain that this is what the song is going to sound like, and this is what it needs to sound like. So when I go to write, I either, it's either the lyric streaming or a melody that won't stop playing in my head. And then as I'm writing, I can kind of hear the other instrumentals kind of flowing in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have like a basis of what I want it to sound like. Okay. But... I'm always willing to switch things up or throw in things and kind of go off of what people are loving at the moment. But as long as that doesn't take away from who I am, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But I've kind of found a pretty good balance of, you know, staying connected to my audience, but also being me. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. You, Cause you got to do both, right? You've got to connect with who's listening to you and you have to be who you are. Right, for sure. Now, are one easier than the other for you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so many times I wish I could just uh, say, you know, this is how I want the song to be and that's it. But that, that song's not going to go anywhere if I go into the studio with that mentality. It's, right. um, it's always, here's what I think. What does everybody else think? And let's right. let the best idea win. Right. Yeah, it's like it's almost you'd rather let me let me write let me put out my two months and then I can do whatever I want after that. Right? <laughs> you know, it's so funny you say that because um my mom is always the first person who like hears all my songs and she's like, Okay, what are your plans for this one? You have to release this now. And I'm like, This is a song I'll release a couple years after a label where I can, you know, release this song. People don't need to know this side of me yet. Right, right, right. You know, isn't isn't that funny how it works? Especially in this genre where it's, you know, you have to you have to almost kind of placate to what everybody else wants, you know, for a little while, and then you can do what you want. Right. Right. And, you know, that's why I feel like I'm in such a good place now, because I have found, to me, the perfect balance. And I I just really want to keep going on this, like, musical high that I'm on of that balance and just kind of see how far this takes me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really, at this point, that's what all you can do. Right. Um, now, what what else have you been doing? You know, we, we've talked about the music. We've talked about the touring. Like, what else is, you know, what else has Emily been doing in her, her day-to-day to kind of just, you know? Oh, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to be a teenager, but it's hard with my mindset of life. Um, but I've just been having fun at every chance I have. Like, 
um, on tour, I would show up a day earlier in the towns and just kind of hang out and explore everything and get cultured, honestly. Like, I'm 19 years old from a small hometown, and then I moved to Nashville. Like, I haven't really seen the world, and I'm trying to do that the best I can and, you know, snuggling my cat on the couch for lazy days, but (laughs) that's pretty much it. Now, now you said you had mentioned that you have to do other things that kind of keep yourself afloat. Now, how does that work with you going out on tour and doing stuff and, and that sort of thing? Well, I have found literally the best place that I could be at for work. Um, they are so supportive and so understanding of my music. And so I just kind of text them when I can work, pick up a couple of shifts and you know get some gas money for the road and just kind of say i'll text you later so that's it's awesome. a really good place yeah now now do you think that's a uniquely nashville thing where they just know like hey we're you know we're kind of here to i don't want to say just to but like you know they know that schedules for everybody is kind of so so crazy you know the nature of the industry and where they are You know, absolutely. I mean, I think about my past jobs I had, and I was like, I could never get away with this. Right. I would be fired. Right. If if I were to text my boss tomorrow or call him and be like, hey, by the way, I'm going to go on the road for the next two weeks, he'd be like, what? (laughs) What are you you talking about? (laughs) You know? But I mean, maybe not, because he's also super supportive of what we're doing here. So that's, you know, it's kind of nice. But yeah. impossible right you know I know a lot of people that have you know a day job and then do this and it's like I can't even imagine I couldn't even imagine it's it's a busy life that's for sure yeah yeah and you know it's like you're so busy and you get into this work mindset and you're just like go 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 and then you kind of take a step back and what I have kind of realized lately is if one thing in my life is completely thriving, um, another thing in my life is failing. So like if my yeah. music is at the top, it could be, okay, I haven't called my mom in a couple of days. I haven't heard from my sister. I haven't done this. Okay. When my family stuff is really good. Oh, my music was kind of on the back burner. And so, you know, with working a day job and everything, you can feel so underwater but it's just it's just one of those things you know (laughs) yeah oh trust trust me I think the last time we talked you know when you when you start like a business as you know like you put every every ounce of you into it um especially to get it off off the off the ground running and you know right up until the first of the year I wasn't sure how much longer we would be doing the show because of how much time and effort I was putting into it, where just like you, you know, the family stuff was going to the wayside, you know, and, yeah. you know, I know I, that's when I tell the story, but, you know, it, it, I, I, and I don't enjoy telling the story, but I also like to, you know, let people know, you know, it's, I, I've been there too, you know, I might not, but I'm touring all this stuff and, but like I, I understand the struggle a lot, and I think of being able to talk to other people that understand it too. 
Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Right. And um, I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but I feel like I can. Of course you can. um, Of course I can. It's boots and whiskey. That's right. You know, I have a boyfriend and nobody really knows that. He doesn't want to be in the lights or anything like that. Um, But, you know, I told him, I was like, music's first. Like, I'm going to choose that over you every day and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And he's like, well, no shit, Emily, you shouldn't feel bad about it. Like, you're joking. And so to find somebody who is so supportive, but kind of, I don't want to say knows his place, but like he knows his place. You know what I mean? Right. Um, It's so amazing. And so I feel like I'm just surrounded by so many good people who get it. But damn, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Trust me. My my wife is incredible with with all of this because tough you know they're all summer you know i i don't think i had a full weekend at home all summer you know because we were covering shows or doing this or doing that and it's like you know now that concert season outdoor concert season is over and everybody's kind of gone back home like yeah there's a one-off here and there maybe you know twice a month which is great you know and i i love covering shows but this year was a lot it was tough but I mean, look what you've accomplished this year. <laughs> I mean, that's that's given I try to give her, but you know, <laughs> it's you know, but like, and that's why, like, when we have like huge opportunities, it's so important for me to have her with me because it's like, see, ha, uh, huh. but it's like, a, you know, this is what I've been working towards. This is what we're working on. It's not just that I hey, yeah. I'm going to go to this show tonight because I want to get away. It's uh, hey, I'm going to the show because these are the right. doors, these are the opportunities it could bring. Oh my gosh. And th- exactly, because my boyfriend, he was kind of there in the beginning where it was, oh, there's two people in the audience tonight. Let's go. And now he's coming with me and it's packed and people are, you know, screaming my lyrics back to me. And it's a completely different page storyline and I feel like he's kind of seeing that and he's like okay yeah we're good like this isn't just for fun this is serious right you're right exactly you know we um at the time we're talking about this over the over the weekend over this past weekend we did an event for a for a foundation um in the city of Boston and Jake Owen played and You know, he did a he did a private acoustic set for the VIPs, and you know it was a whole thing. And my wife, I I can't believe how much fun. You know, I yeah. can't believe this is these are the things you're able to to do. You know, these are the thi- This is what you've been working toward, right? And it's like you know, because like you know, she gets it now too. Where it's like you know, we started off with you know, if we got fifteen people to listen in a week, you know, we were doing something something great. You know, and now we're getting, you know, people listening a week. And it's like, you know, to me, I don't get it. You know, I don't, I, I think it's crazy. 
Of but, course. You know, you know, I I'm also super fortunate and super grateful for all of it. You know, you're never going to like understand it. Like No. That's kind of where I'm at too. It's like I do not understand why these people are like this right now. Like I was in my hometown uh yesterday and I did a September fest which is just my small hometown's like fall festival, you know. And I started playing there when I was nine years old (laughs) in their little talent show. And now the street was completely packed. And I had these young girls running up mid set for, you know, autographs and signings. And it was, I I was trying not to cry. And it's like, I do not understand how this happened, but damn, I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and and like I, I experienced the same at a smaller level, you know, much smaller level, but like, it's still, you get that, like actually doing something. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, and it's, it's almost like an exclusive club when you do something like this, because it's like, you know, everyday people don't understand, you know, and not, not, not in a bad way, but they just, you know, they're not doing it too. So they don't, you know, they're, they don't get what, you know all of the emails all of the calls all of this all of that to to get you know uh even like a 20 minute opportunity you know right crazy it is crazy (laughs) so um you said what he's out i mean he's out and everything's rolling like what is 23 look like even thought about 2023 or you just you know I've thought about it a little bit but I honestly think that I did something right this year I focused on myself to the point where I was completely able to open up unsolicited like or not unsolicited uncensored in my writing and it's just like I am me to a point where I kind of scare myself sometimes (laughs) and I just want to keep going with that same mantra of nothing's going to stop me. So why am I going to let anything stop me? Um, I want to play here. I've always dreamed of playing here. So I'm going to go play there, Um, you know, and I think just kind of doing everything by myself has been so fulfilling. I'd like to keep doing that, but maybe some booking agent would like to step in. Um, and, you know, of course, I'd love to start talking to labels, but who knows? That's all in God's hands, you know? Yeah, yeah. I Well, you know, I think it's great that you have, you have an idea. You have a, you know, you have a goal. You have, you know, a thought. I think it's awesome. Because if you don't, you're never going to achieve anything. Right, right. You know, and you have it. You have the talent. You have, you have the wherewithal. You have to be successful, I think. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. Trust me, I'm trying. <laughs> and you know what? Anybody that has listened to this show, even even just from this show alone, from the first time you were here to now, you are a totally, totally different person. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it is. So what a so year in next, Nashville can do. Right. So next year, I can only imagine. You're, I'm going to text you, and you're going to be like, "Who the hell are you?" And I'm going to be like, "Remember, you remember, remember me? Hello." 
<laughs> that would never happen. I'm going to be texting you saying, can you please, please, please fit me in? I beg you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, shit. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I will clear everybody for you. <laughs> Jake Owen, sideline. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but Jake Owen, if you ever want to come on, Emily will get pushed to the side. <laughs> <laughs> As I should, honestly. Oh, man. So, you know, honestly, I wish you, I really, I'm super excited for you. The EP is great. Um, if you're listening to this, it is out. Go get it. Go listen to it. Follow Emily. You have to listen to Glencoe. Glencoe's the best song on the EP. What if I don't think so? You don't think so? No, I don't know. I I think they're all they're all just you know to me they're all just as good. Well, thank you. You're um, yeah. So, so twenty one. Yes. Last time, I don't remember. Do you remember your answers for the whiskey you remember? thing? Because I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I do. Um. I have a change of answer, though, because last time you asked me what my favorite boots were, and it was my sister's hand-me-down boots. <laughs> but now I can proudly say my beautiful, sparkly boots that I wear to every show. That's awesome. Do you have a sponsor? Yeah. Did somebody give them to you, or did you have to buy them like a peasant? <laughs> well, my boyfriend bought them. Like oh, that, so. boy, Atta boy. <laughs> God. Let me tell you, he has great taste. He wants to keep you around, huh? As he should. <laughs> I know what to do. Fire boots. <laughs> that's awesome. Good for him. He's so smart. That's that's just what you know. Did you? But hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he tell? Did you tell him what you were looking for? Or did he just on a whim get him? Be like, hey, I thought that you would like these. I said that I really wanted a pair of sparkly boots because I've always wanted a pair, and then. I got them. So <laughs> he picked him out though. He picked him out. He did good. God, marry him, Emily. Don't, don't, don't screw that up because if he's <laughs> listening now, he might always listen. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, yeah. So we won't talk about whiskey because you're underage. Um, but Kool-Aid? Do you like Kool-Aid? Do you like lemonade? Ice cream? I'm a strict water drinker at bars. Well, no. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, man, Emily. I've, I've, I've enjoyed talking to you so much. Like, this is so awesome. I'm so glad you were able to do this again. To reconnect. I, I think it's great. Aw, oh, thank you. Well, don't lose touch, please. Oh, hey, so how, how's your glass? Do you like your glass? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I I can't I can't thank you enough for for getting one. It's it's it means really the world to me. Oh yeah, of course. And um, you know, your your new photo you sent me and the the koozie are great too. I actually I used the koozie all weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You. Whenever I get new koozies, they're the ones that are in the new rotation for you know for a while. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got. I actually got to get koozies. We got to get koozies or something. We gotta. We gotta get more merch out there because people keep asking, and you know that's that's the part of the business side of this that I that I'm lacking on, like really bad. Oh yeah, 
I mean, merch is tricky. Merch is definitely tricky. <laughs> it is. And it's expensive to, like, shell out for the hopes of somebody buying it, you know? Right. It's so stressful. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Emily, thank you so much for being on. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And, um, you know, like I said, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for, for me and for this show. And, you know, we'll always be there for you 100%. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I can't wait to talk to you again. And, you know, you know, just shoot, you know, whenever you need me, just shoot me a text and I'll, I'll, I'm right here. Same here. Same All here. Right. Thank you. I, 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 I love you. I love our relationship and I, I cannot wait to see what, what the next year brings for you. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, we'll talk soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Emily. Again, thank you so much, Em, for being a part of this. Um, thank you for being part of our Barrel Spur Entertainment family. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to work with you and be friends with you and um, develop this relationship we have. I think it's great. I think we work very well together. So I thank you for that. Um, yeah, so like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to release a bunch of episodes now over the next couple of weeks. Um Monday's show is with Hippies and Cowboys, and then the following week, the 27th, is with Shay Boynton from The Barlow. Um, that was a great episode as well, um, but in between, we're going to throw you a bunch of other episodes. We're going to throw you The Pretty Wild, Sue Bonzel, um, who else? Kindred is going to come on, Megan Knight, um, I think a couple more maybe that we're going to do in between now and then, um, and kind of go from there, so... Thank you all so much for joining in with us today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and we will see you on Tuesday or Monday, depending on where you listen. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. And oh, oh, how do I forget? I always forget our tagline. But before that, I always forget to plug ourselves. Um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, social media in general, you know, feel free to... Like, subscribe, tag, review, all that. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, so until the next time, guys, keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers.